Hello and welcome to What Happened Tech Edition. I'm your host Tyler Callahan, and this week we got stories from Comcast, Facebook, and Lyft. First up is Comcast. Uh, Comcast is to give free streaming box to internet-only customers. Comcast is now offering a free streaming box for its internet-only subscribers called Flex. The box allows users to see content from different services in one unified UI with the options including HBO, Netflix, Prime Video, and YouTube. This is a price decrease from $5 per month when the device was announced back in March. Now, this does not mean that customers can get as many boxes as they want, as the second or third Flex box will still cost the usual $5 per month per box. So this is a small story, but since Comcast is now making moves for its streaming service Peacock, I thought it was worth mentioning. It seems like Comcast understands that if they want their box to be popular, they will need to get it into as many hands as possible. This is also important because this will be a much needed base of users for their Peacock service next year. Facebook announces a new Portal and Portal Mini in San Francisco last week. Facebook showed off their new Portal devices, simply called Portal and Portal Mini. Both Portals feature a new design from the previous versions and now look more like traditional photo frames with the ability to be placed vertically and horizontally. For new features, Portal now supports WhatsApp, so users will be able to make calls to their WhatsApp friends. There's also a picture-in-picture ability, so friends can make a video call and watch a video from Facebook Watch together. Like the Portal TV, the camera and microphone on the device can be disabled with a switch on the device for privacy. Facebook is also expanding the availability of where people can buy Portal, with countries including Australia, Italy, Spain, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Both devices will be available on October 15th with the 8-inch Portal Mini costing $129 and the 10-inch Portal costing $179. I was looking forward to these devices because I was looking at getting a smart speaker and I wanted to see the refresh from the big companies. Facebook was first up and they were disappointing. The design is worse with a thick border around the screen. I much preferred the last one. It looked a lot more cooler. Feature-wise, it is fine, but the main thing for smart devices like this is the design. If you want me to spend time looking at it and using it, it better look good. And in this case, it does not. Facebook announces Portal TV. Besides the refreshes to the original Portal devices last week, Facebook also announced a new device, the Portal TV. Portal TV is a new device that you connect to your TV and it turns it into a Portal device. What this means is that you'll have the ability to make Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp calls, and you also have the ability to add effects like filters to the screen. Besides making video calls, users will be able to watch content from services like CBS All Access and Amazon Prime Video. For privacy, there is a sliding cover on a device to disable the microphone and camera, and WhatsApp video calls are encrypted end-to-end. The Portal TV will be available November 5th for $149. So this was the rumored device from Facebook that I talked about a while back, and it was just as the rumor said. I think the device is fine, but it's way overpriced. The standard Portal devices start at $129, but this one that is just a microphone and the camera is $150. Really, this should have been the cheapest option, around $100, because then you could sell this, oh, you already have a TV and you don't want a new device in your living room? Then get Portal TV. Now, do I think this is going to sell well? Well, not really. See, at least with a regular Portal, you can put it in any room you want and walk away from it as needed. This one is meant for more for the living room. So are people going to be okay with a Facebook device looking at them? Every time they sit down on the couch, I don't think they are. I think they'd be more okay with a portal in the office or in the kitchen and then walk away if they need to have a private conversation. The living room, eh, I, I, I don't see it. I don't. And lastly, Lyft is starting to add bike links to its apps. Lyft is now updating their app to show bike links for users. The purpose of this is to help users know what roads are best to ride their bikes. When users look at the map in the app, roads with bike lanes will be shown with a dark green line, while roads that do not have a bike lane but is considered safe 
will be shown as a dotted green line. This update has already rolled out to iOS and Android, but right now the information is only in cities where Lyft operates bike or electric scooter service. So this is one of those small stories I wanted to bring up because after a lot of news over the past few weeks from the big companies, I wanted to focus on the other aspects like ride sharing. While this feature itself won't do much of a difference, it does show Lyft is trying to improve the quality of their app, which could help you to stay on the platform if the app and services are considerably better than Uber. And that's it for this episode of What Happened Tech Edition. What did you think was the most interesting story this week? Personally, I liked the Lyft story quite a bit. It shows they're still trying to make moves. Uh, I was most disappointed with the new portal devices, but that's just me. Maybe you like the portal devices. Let me know on Instagram at Tyler Callahan Media or on my Facebook page. Link to that is in the description. Otherwise, thank you for listening and see you next time.